Hello and welcome to the Daily Phys Ed. I am Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com and this is the Daily Phys Ed, a daily physical education podcast where I share reflections on my teaching practice, tips, techniques, technology tools, and all other things physical education. And thank you for joining us for another episode of the Daily Phys Ed and happy Friday to all of our listeners. Now, if you've been listening to the past couple of episodes, you will know that uh, I haven't had students for the last couple of days. Wednesday and Thursday was parent-teacher interviews, um, and then today I spent all of the day in a emergency first aid and CPR course. Now, it's not the first emergency first aid or CPR course that I have done, um, so a lot of the content... Um, was familiar to me. In fact, I scored 18 out of 18 on my uh, end of course test, which I was very, very impressed with. Um, But it is always good to get a bit of a refresher about stuff that is really, really, really important. I think as a physical educator, um, all physical educators, in my opinion, should have uh, some form of first aid training. I think the likelihood of physical educators or us as physical educators encountering a situation where we need to have some form of emergency first aid training, whether that be uh, ranging from um, cuts to breaks to um, breathing difficulties to, to some more serious issues where you're having to perform CPR or have access to an AED device. I think that physical educators are going to find themselves in that situation more likely than a classroom teacher or another teacher in the school, just by the nature of the types of situations that students might find themselves in our class. Uh, Just higher risk, more chance for injury, as well as the fact that students will be exercising at a moderate to vigorous level, and if they have any existing conditions which or or unknown conditions which may affect their, their heart and lungs, then we're going to be facing them. So I think it's really important that if you're a physical educator and you're out there and you don't have any first aid training, please, 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 please go to your administrators right away and, and just tell them like that that is something that you think is vital for you to be able to do your job effectively and to be able to provide a safe environment for the students in your care. So uh, that being said, today's course was, was very uh, well run. The information was, was very... Um, practical and presented in a, in a really great way and a lot of it was practi- uh, practical examples and actually getting hands-on with the uh, resuscitation dummies as well as um, babies as well as looking at uh, different choking hazards and just really thinking about the processes behind why um, first aid is important and ways to approach situations. So um, while I'm not going to go into to details in, in, in ways that you should be approaching first aid because I'm not a qualified first aid trainer, um, I think my biggest takeaway from the, the course was the idea of uh, check, call and care. That first of all, what we need to be doing is checking the scene if, we, if we're noticing an accident or we're noticing an injury or an illness or, or something that is requiring first aid. The first step really is to check the scene and make sure it's safe for not only the person that's injured or sick or unwell, but also you as the first responder um, 
or any other people that are in the situation. So once you've checked that situation is safe, then the next step should always be to call 911 um, or whatever the emergency number in your um, your part of the world is, whether that's 000 um, or 112, which is something that we talked about. I know in a lot of the European countries, if you dial 112, you automatically get redirected. So make sure that you're aware of the emergency contact number for your country. Um, and once you've assessed the scene, make sure that you call that uh, that number or get somebody else who is nearby to call that number um, and let them know what is going on um, and get that uh, emergency responders on the way, whether that be ambulance, paramedics or fire. Um, you can always cancel it after it's, uh, if, you, if you realize that you don't need it, but it's always good to get them on the way. So check call and then begin your care uh, of, of the person that is injured and, and obviously once you've done your first aid course you'll know the appropriate uh, way to care for that person. I think for even for people who do have uh, first aid training or have, been, or have had some first aid training in the past, when you find yourself in that situation it is it can be confronting. Um, I'm lucky enough that I haven't found myself in a situation that has been too um, extreme and that, that I've needed to perform CPR or use an AED, um, but uh, I, I know that even if, if you're the most highly trained person, it can be a situation where you find yourself in a, in a moment of stress. Um, but the more you know, the better prepared that you're going to be to be able to deal with a situation like that. Um, and I guess the other thing is just never assume that, that somebody else is taking care of the situation. If you see someone that needs help then and you have had that training, then by all means step in or go and ask how you may be able to assist um, the situation. So um, the other things I guess I took away from today was about AEDs, um, which are the um, automated external defibrillators. So they're the machines that you'll see in places like shopping malls um, or, or rec centers and gyms and even schools. And, and more and more places now are, are purchasing those um, devices. and they are really, really beneficial. So if you don't know where, um, if you're in a school, you don't know where your, your AEDs are in your school or if your school doesn't have any AEDs, then maybe that's something to explore as well and just find out where they are. Uh, or find out where the closest one is. If there's not one in your school, find out where the closest one is. If, if, if there's one in a neighboring business um, or a neighboring um, public place, then uh, find out where that is in case you need that because uh, from what I learned today, they are far more effective in terms of being able to save people um, who are in, in bad situations in terms of uh, they're not breathing and they don't have any sort of uh, heart activity than, than traditional CPR. So AEDs are something to definitely explore and make sure that you know where they are. And the great thing about them is that they're completely automatic. So they'll walk you through the process. They'll tell you how to uh, how to administer the, the AED and what you should be doing in terms of CPR as well. So um, as I said, I think as PE teachers, it's really important that we that we have some form of first aid training or CPR training so that we're able to, to respond in times of need if our students or our colleagues or, or people around us are, um, are in a situation where they need that help. Um, but overwhelmingly, I would say that the, the, the most important thing is just call 911. 
call the emergency services, get them on the way. And even if they're not on the way, or even if they are on the way, um, they will walk you through, the, per the person on not in the 911 call will walk you through what you should be doing um, at, at that time. And, and I have had personal experience with that with, uh, with family members when uh, they've needed to respond and perform CPR on people. And they will walk through it over the phone by the 911 operator and told what to do and how to do it and, and, and really helped them out in that situation. So um, as I said, check, make sure everything's safe and then call call and get uh, get them on the way, ask them for help if you need it, you're not sure what to do, and they'll stay on the line with you until the emergency responders um, arrive. So another, a really good day I thought, um, and a really important day and something that um, is gonna provide me with some skills that are gonna help me should I ever have to use it, but hopefully um, I won't have to uh, use the skills that I learned today um, for any major emergencies. We never want to have those situations, but if they do arise, I do feel confident in my ability to be able to, to provide the, the type of first responder care that uh, somebody may need until the emergency services arrive. So that was my day today. I know the last three days have been a little bit strange uh, for the Daily Phys Ed podcast because I haven't been able to really talk a lot about what I've been doing in terms of um, educational things with the kids and to be honest I'm really missing the kids after three days away from the kids and my normal routines I'm really looking forward to getting back with the students on uh, Monday and then getting back into the gym and and uh, working on developing our physical literacy with the students so um, it's been a bit of a, a busy three days I feel quite tired and exhausted there's been a lot of talking and a lot of learning going on um, but I'm looking forward to getting back to, to normal PhD classes. So thanks for sticking with us for the last three days. I know the episodes haven't been as maybe engaging as, as usual, um, but rest assured next week when I get back into the gym, things will be back to normal for the daily phys ed. So uh, that being said, Friday, hope you've had a good week. I hope you have a fantastic weekend, and I look forward to speaking to you all again on Monday for another episode of the daily phys ed. Until then, uh, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay active.